who who are you predicting it is? Uh, Aaron, go ahead and get yourself. What? Right. <laughs> <laughs> that was a great face. I'm so glad we made that happen. <laughs> I'm 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 predicting I, I'm predicting uh, the guy Sabrina hates. I'm predicting that. Uh, I, I don't want to hear that. I think you're just saying that to. to I am, in fact. Okay. I'm not gonna say I know who I'm it is. I'm hoping for. I'm Brown. not gonna say I know who it is. I can't do that. Of course, of course. I have a guess though. I I can't. Believe Aaron, text me your guess. Educated. So no, 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 no. no. <laughs> No, 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 no. Okay, no. so Aaron, text me your guess. Okay, text me your guess. No, no. Text me your guess. No. Just me, tell me I'm right. No. Jalen Williams. Okay. So that's the that's the pick before. Yeah. So we're next. Yeah. Lakers are on the clock. You guys have been at so this for seven so minutes all. before. <laughs> yes, we have. In fact, <laughs> the. Uh, Oh, they're the colors are already on there as if they've already made their pick. No, it's because it they're is, up. I mean, it's only it's only two minutes in the second round. It's crazy to think that this hasn't been leaked already. Like this is something I've been marveling at all week. Is Polinka took over for Magic and immediately plugged all leaks immediately. Well. And yet we have Aaron here. Yeah. <laughs> Look. Do I have more power than ESPN? Who's to say? <laughs> Woj, get at me. The Lakers pick is in, by the way. Max um, Christie. Who the fuck is who? I'm staying out of it. No, what, what's the name? I'm staying out of it. Max um, Christie isn't even on the <laughs> Okay, so he's on Ricky's at 37. Wing from Michigan State. All right. I mean, if, I, you if, know what? I I am sitting this out, and I just want to. I need this in real time. I'm just gonna watch. I'm gonna watch. You have it in, in real time. time. I'm gonna watch y'all cook in real time. If Ricky has him at 37, then I have no problem with the Lakers taking him at 35. All right. I gotta find final projections. I gotta find like what he said about. Oh, he didn't even say anything about him. Let's see. Did he do a full mock draft? Of I don't think he was on the ringers thing. He's um, not even on Kevin O'Connor's like full. Oh, wait, he no. has to be. He's got to be. I don't think be. he is. That's he crazy. Has he has to be. Um, the ringer draft guide. Max Christie. Oh, there he is. Max Christie, wing from Michigan State, all the way up at 27. All right, I feel a little better. Shades of Chris Middleton and Jeremy Lamb. Those are very different directions a player's career could go. <laughs> <laughs> the key is playing with Giannis. <laughs> all right, so I'm just going to read from, from Kevin O'Connor then. There you Pluses. Go. Looks the part as a shooter with smooth shooting mechanics. I like that. Even when running off screens, I like that even more. With good touch from the line and inside the arc, he just needs to exchange his... Oh, God, he's a mid-range shooter? Okay. It's, it says looks the part of a shooter and also says that he's 31.7%. 32% from three-point three range it, you where, where you're shooting from closer. Yeah, what did he shoot from the line? Yeah, that's more important for college I don't see... It's not, it's not it listed here. 
Uh, he um, shot 82% from the line. I like that. What That's does that fair. tell you? Mm. That's mm-hmm. more. Did you projectable. just say, mm? eh. 82? Yeah. Okay. Good. I come, college, I come from back in my day. Oh, God. We get 82 I, is the I love average. tinfoil hat, Anthony. I don't not, love back in my day. I don't like old man Anthony. Also, your day is like three years before mine. <laughs> <laughs> it was back, a glorious three years, Sabrina. Back, back in your day. Those what? three years, <laughs> we just fell off a cliff. Back in your day, what, Anthony? <laughs> All right. So I'll continue reading. Awesome. No, no, no. Back in your day, what? Back in my day, like eighty-two was like average for a guard. I mean, it was like college? fine. It was wing, fine for a guard. Yes, first of all, he's it's a the wing. same line. Why would it be any different in college? You said for a guard. No, he's a wing. We can't yeah, judge him against six, guards. Six. He's like a shooting guard. It depends on the wing, six, though, right? He's a wing. Um, kind of measurables we're looking at. Go back and look at. 82% in college is really good. And That's it's also very good. 6'6, six, six, 189. And, and it's also, it is also the the most trans. Yeah. The way you measure somebody's shooting ability, shooting. Yeah. their stroke is. Because I remember when we drafted yeah. Ingram, it's it was repeatable. like, oh, he shot 40% on threes, but he only shot 60% from the line. Um, and which yeah. one yeah, held he up? He turned himself into a good shooter. I'm just saying yes. it took some time. But yeah. 6'9 uh, yeah. wingspan. Capable shooter off the bounce, though he largely pulls up from mid-range using one or two dribbles. He could someday develop a side dribble three. He also flashes potential hitting contested shots off the bounce, including fadeaways and spin moves. He won't do any of that with the Lakers. <laughs> Selfless playmaker who keeps the ball moving on offense. That's good. Whether he's swinging it around the arc or locating an open man, he has vision. He just needs seasoning. Versatile defender with the blend of quickness and length to contain multiple positions. He plays hard and has excellent fundamentals, meaning there aren't any qualities he lacks to excel as a multi-positional stopper. Minuses. He lacks bursts off the dribble. There isn't much explosion with his first step, and he doesn't have a second gear on drives. Without great athleticism, he struggled trying to score around the rim in college, he doesn't handle contact all that well and doesn't get to the free throw line with any regularity. Turnover prone, he too often dribbles into traffic or throws interceptable passes without much velocity behind them. He's lean and needs to get stronger. He is only 189 at 6'6". Six, six. Okay. Like more than so, Chet, isn't it? <clears throat> so, now the positives. As it relates to the Lakers. I just read the positives no, before no, no, the no, 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 no. I mean, as it relates to the Lakers. Okay. Not you, not you reading Kevin O'Connor. Now I can actually talk about this because he, it's official. Okay. First of all, he's light skinned. And as I've told you, in two years, the entire NBA is going to look like me. So that's number one. Light skin. Kobe disagrees with your assessment as to whether like or not the, this is the NBA is even lighter than you, Aaron. <laughs> I, 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 in 20 years, everybody's going to look like me or maybe lighter. Yeah. Tell um, me that Chet doesn't look like Tyler Hero just stretched. I want to hear the positives as it relates to the okay. Lakers. Let's go, Aaron. So, you so. said lighter than, than Aaron, so I decided Chet was the time to make that joke. <laughs> Chet is the talking point? Mm-hmm. Chet is, in fact, lighter than me, yes. Um, so he'll do just fine in Oklahoma City. <laughs> um, so all of those things that you said as positive things um, are true. I think he can. I think he can, in 10 minutes a game next year, Look, the, the Lakers needed wing-sized guys, and he's going to be able to guard. He's, he's a good defensive player from college. 
Michigan State, Tom Izzo, if you don't guard, you're not going to play. Mm-hmm. So um, I think he will be effective guarding for 10 minutes, 15 minutes a game. Um, the stroke is pure um, as evidenced by, well, I mean, if you just look, Kings are trading, it doesn't matter. Um, <laughs> the, the stroke is pure as evidence. If you just watch him, the stroke looks good and he's a good free throw shooter. But those negatives, look, he isn't a great athlete. He gets him, he can get himself and he has gotten himself in trouble trying to do too much off the bounce. Those are things that are not going to be an issue. Right. Why would he be creating? Yeah. He's not going to be three times LeBron. He's not going to be creating off the bounce. Actually physically move him <laughs> from the court. He will if, if if he dribbles if he dribbles the ball a hundred times in NBA games next year, I will be shocked. <laughs> <laughs> Who dribbles more, him or Clay next year? Oh. Aaron's favorite player is off the bounce court. <laughs> oh god. If Clay dribbles once or maybe twice, he, he's okay. But Clay trying to get in his bag is not is not is not the thing. Clay um, has more of a clutch than he than he has than he, he has a not, bag. That is not the thing. Um, but I think he is. I think Christie is somebody that can play next year. And again, right? It's a second round pick. You're not like these are these are guys that are not. There's a reason guys are first round picks and second round picks. Um, but I think he is somebody we've all said that the Lakers need more like six, six to six, eight, six, nine guys. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's a guy that's going to provide some spacing. He can shoot it. And the minuses are going to be minimized because he's not going to be asked to do those things that he can't do. Yeah. I, I, I don't, it's a second round pick. Like it was funny today all day where people, when the Lakers got the, when they, when they, bought the 35th pick people immediately started penciling oh he, here's some guy who's gonna help he's still a second round pick this is still no i think he can't no it's like I'm, help yes but the lakers are in a position where just like competent rotation players cheap competent rotation players for 10 to 15 minutes like every second or third night that helps yeah no i'm just saying that like people were, were penciling in because reeves had the success that he did and because the Lakers have found, have found like Taylor Horton Tucker, his outperformed his draft spot at forty six. Like Lakers fans on Twitter were basically going out there and saying, "All right, whoever they get at thirty five is going to be amazing." And it's like, well, let's just let's let that Maybe. guy be a second rounder, and then and then we can go from there. Um, Michigan just, State guys drafted at thirty five have turned out pretty well. I mean, oh, certainly one of them. There's at you, least one that I can me, think. You're of. telling me. Christie is destined for the Hall of Fame already. At the very it, least, he can he host be... a podcast. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. Hey, hey, if he wants Christy to host a will podcast, be on my if show. He wants to host a podcast after every finals game, I'm with him. <laughs> <laughs> Does he have to be playing in said finals games? <laughs> I mean, to be fair, Danny Green is not going to be playing in a lot of games to start next year, and he's going to be hosting podcasts, so maybe not. It just annoys me that the Lakers have no cap space and they can't like extend these second round picks for longer than two years. There's no, there's not a lot of upside on the back end, you know. That is Max isn't released related to Doug in any way, right? Mm, not that I'm aware of, but would that be a problem? I would. It would probably would have come up, but it would be a problem. Would you I, Would you feel better or worse about it? If that was... worse, I would Way feel worse. better about it. 
I feel way worse because I, like I watched Doug Christie. I watched Doug Christie in Sacramento. Jaden Hardy's fit is. Oh, man. Is chef's kiss. Especially he came out coordinating with his pops. Oh, it's lovely. That might, that might be the new leader in the clubhouse. What did you guys think of Paolo's suit? I don't like the double-breasted. Okay. But... And I don't know what that stuff was. And the like stuff the was really confusing. Stuff me. Like was, the collar but, was. I mean, really if, it's got, if it's got purple rain too. vibes, I'm in. Okay, yeah. This suit has mariachi vibes to it. I got. Jaden's got a good thing going here. Yeah. Going like right say, at my heart. Did you just? He just went. You just were like Spanish white guy English, and then he's like, <laughs> and then he's mariachi. <laughs> Wait, what Spanish white guy English did I say before that? No, you did no, no, no. I'm just like your normal English, and then yeah. as soon as you say mariachi, it's mariachi. You're rolling yeah. R's that don't exist. You know what's funny is that there are certain words that I do that with, and certain ones that I don't. Like you know what it reminds me of. So I watch uh, way too much Food Network. So uh, uh-huh. I don't know if you guys are familiar with Giada. You know Giada De Laurentiis, right? So I don't even think she has a show anymore. Now she just like shows up to make googly eyes at Bobby Flay, it seems. But um, so she had the show. I don't even remember what it was called. And she would make Italian dishes. And she is of Italian heritage. I believe she was born here. But I think her I think she's first generation born in America. And so she would say, you know, like every dish. OK, we're doing this ravioli and there's peas in it and ricotta and whatever. And then she'd get to. And then on top of it, we're going to grate some Parmigiano Reggiano. <laughs> Wait, what did you just, what? Yeah, it's it's like for some reason, there there's just certain some words, words that, that just require. Yeah. To, yeah. Yeah. Like, like when I say enchiladas, like that, I, I, I have to say it that way. Because if I say enchiladas, I feel like my grandma's going to come down and, you know, give me one of those. She's going to fire a chancla across the universe right, at it me. Gonna, it will connect. I like that you said come down and not come up as you've been saying for David Stern all day. <laughs> Yeah, you've been on David Stern's head. What, what's going on with that? All right. Well, now that my favorite thing a... to that, like that tweet. So I fire off that tweet. And most people got like the punch. The, the the punchline was the looking up. That yeah. was the reason I fired off that tweet. But people were like, "Hey, man, he did veto CP3." It's like, what are you talking? That's what you're focusing on right, right that, now. That is what is sending him. To I just said. I just sent this dude to hell, and you're like, well, actually. He did it. <laughs> that is so. All right, Lakers fans, hold on. People, somebody in the chat, tell me. Lakers fans, do you think that if David Stern is in a place where he would have to look up, at, it would be due to his vetoing the Chris Paul tree? Yes. No. Wait, no. Are you... <laughs> no, I. It's but all right. I almost feel like no is the worst answer because then I'm suggesting that David Stern has done some, you know, okay. <laughs> worse things. I, I would say the dress I mean, code might be up there. The fact that, yeah, the fact yeah, that I mean, he that was put overtly that, racist. Yeah, yeah. The, 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 the overt racism in the dress code and then all of the drug stuff. And then as soon as he got out of the NBA, he invested in a whole bunch of weed companies. Uh, so you like, have institutional are, are, racism are, on top no, of the overt on, racism. Why are, why are we just like dancing on the grave of David Stern? How has this turned into this? I, I just want to say that I'm, I'm always very down. happy that the Lakers did not draft Trevor Keels. And unfortunately, I have to go. No, we're still we're, we're on Trevor Keels watch from now okay. on. Okay, well, enjoy. Right. Undrafted um, free agent, Gary? Maybe? That man should have just stayed in school. It was a mistake. I... <laughs> I feel bad for this kid. I don't know anything about him. 
I have <laughs> the smartest person that I know. Anthony Irwin's don't feel bad for him. He went to towards Duke. Duke that's, that's enough this reason to done. dislike. <laughs> I have made Anthony feel sympathy towards a Duke player. Right. Uh, that's enough reason to <laughs> dislike him. Incredible feat I have accomplished here. They're gonna no. They're gonna Ryan Kelly him. He's gonna be their undrafted free no, agent. Ryan Kelly was a second rounder. Okay. <laughs> That's right. Oh, I guess yeah. that's true. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. He was a wing, too, according if, to Byron Scott. If Mike D'Antoni had remained the Laker coach, Ryan Kelly might have been something. <laughs> no. Might have been something. No. Can I? I can tell this story. The worst idea. I can tell this story. Him playing. I'll tell, I'll, tell, I'll tell a clean, clean version of the story, seeing as I'm trying to convince this person to, to work with us. But Oh, God. Um, I am terrified. All right, so it was one of those spectrum nights when they it was those spectrum blogger nights that they would have us over for, mm-hmm. and I uh, happened to be sitting in between Karan Butler and James Worthy, right? And the whole time I'm there, I'm just like, "Well, this is insane. This is like at the beginning of my career, and it was just like really cool thing." And um, I'm having a really fun conversation with Karan Butler about like the evolution of the sport. Anton Jameson, I think, was on the other side of the table. And we were talking about how like the game was evolving, like right in front of our eyes. Anton was like, yeah, if I played nowadays, I'd be a surefire Hall of Famer. Easy. Um, so, easy, You know my favorite? Sorry to interrupt your story. He was really good. Drop 50 No, he was good. So Anton Jameson, when he was on the Warriors, scored 50 or 51 back Against Kobe. The second night... He scored 51 against the Lakers. It was not back-to-back games. It was back-to-back nights. The yeah. second night, he scored 51 against the Lakers and Kobe, who also had 51. Yeah. I think he outscored Kobe. I think he had like 55 to or Kobe's no, no, 50. He had 51. So maybe, yeah. it was, maybe it was 51-50. I think, I think it was 51-50. But anyway, so I'm sitting there, and, and we're having this really nice, pleasant conversation. And Ryan Kelly is playing basketball on the screen. So it's like as pleasant as it can be while we're watching Ryan Kelly play basketball. Ryan Kelly rotates over and should have taken a charge, but instead, like, jumps up and flimsily fouls somebody who scores an and one. And, I respect that. Uh, yeah, and so, <laughs> well, so James Worthy, mm-hmm. um, if you oh, ever go there to Spectrum, <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling the clean version. <laughs> so, like, if you ever go there to Spectrum, Worthy's okay. seat is the first one that's right in front of the the the, the TV. Yes. They have this super long. They have this really long table that everybody sits at. Everybody eats and watches the game together. And uh, Worthy sits there. He's the first chair in front of the TV, because he should be. And and Kelly makes this play. And Worthy pops out of his out of his uh, seat and goes ballistic, just absolutely livid. And I'm like, why is he so angry at this random Ryan Kelly charge? Or not charge. And he, he drops a line that it was, you know, a, a, a little um more sailory than this but he essentially color, says say? yeah he goes like that's why you went to duke and not to carolina because we wouldn't accept that bullshit <laughs> is there a makeup artist on this is a makeup artist on this because i need some powder or a something. duke guy <laughs> not taking the charge apparently is the, the punchline a duke white guy i know a duke white guy I do, I do have an update yeah uh so keenan on twitter um who's so your mama Yes. Uh, he has informed me that Max Christie went to the same high school as Jimmy G, so I am now officially out. Ah, oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Max Christie is good looking, so, 
but not like Jimmy G, man. No, wow, Jimmy G, that's your guy. Jimmy G, is, is Jimmy G, your guy. Uh, on that note, I should probably that go. was Jimmy G. Quick. Jimmy G does it for you. I should go. I mean, Jimmy G's good looking, but that motherfucker cannot play quarterback. So that was Mike with the turn. quickness. That was yeah, just yeah. immediate. I, uh, I get myself in trouble. Jimmy G's got grapple, it. Honestly. Okay. All right. Well. All right. Some other time. <laughs> Oh, oh no! Guys. I'm texting you immediately. No, we're, full, we're yeah. It sounded like there's a story here with the the way you leave it with the quickness. It sounds like there's a story. I'm texting you immediately, Sabrina. Um, you didn't open thank you very much, Sabrina, for hopping on with us. And uh, I'm I'm nonstop texting her pictures of of Jimmy Garoppolo from here on out. That is what's happening. <laughs> Just, <it's> like, not... <laughs> I am not because I I I want this national nightmare to come to an end. <laughs> Can you go somewhere else, please? Cleveland, you're, Cleveland's gonna need a quarterback this year. You're talking to somebody who roots for a Kirk Cousins team, man. You can, you can. You and chill. I have talked about this. Yes, you can chill. All right, so we are sitting here. We'll have a quick reset and uh, look at where things stand. Uh, I, I don't know. I don't know how to feel about the 35 pick. You know, to be completely honest, I. I wanted a little bit more athleticism. That's why I liked Brown instead of him. But the Lakers have been terrible as a shooting team for so long that uh, getting somebody whose job will be to basically spot up and, and shoot when he's out there. PJ Liddell um, finally coming off the board, but go ahead. Is that's that's who who's that came off the board? EJ Liddell. Hmm. Who, um, for some people had a, a he was a first round grade for the Lakers don't have any more money to be able to buy another pick do they they can't get back in just no. with oh well I don't did they use it all on 35 it wouldn't surprise me if they did so it was um, I don't know mil. it was so you have a pool of whatever six something and available for the Lakers to use for this pick was four four and change I yeah. don't know how much uh was spent but I do not anticipate the Lakers getting back in, buying another pick. No. I mean, they, they've had, I mean, obviously with Reeves, they've had success with undrafted guys. And, you know, one path that a lot of guys, especially at this stage of the draft, uh, tend to take is telling teams not to draft them so that they can have a little bit more flexibility mm -hmm. uh, coming out of college. So this doesn't by any means mean. Actually, I mean, look, the Lakers, the Lakers Jesse, aren't done Jesse for the night. Jesse and Joey have had, and that you're you're right about that because you will hear once the draft ends, you will hear yeah. news trickling in throughout the night about who is free agent signings, training who camp, is, who is agreed as a as an undrafted free agent to go where, a camp invites, summer league, etc. And but it's not just undrafted free agents; it's Jesse and and Joey and their teams have done. Really and Rob have done really good work the last handful of years um, at finding late, whether it's late first round pick, second round picks, undrafted free agents. So I expect, and again, and, and you said, you, you mentioned like there are some guys who don't want to be drafted in the second round. They would rather be undrafted free agents because it gives them more optionality. And those conversations are had between teams and agents. Um, well before this point so i would expect some names to come across tonight um that the lakers have have reached out to some undrafted guys about um playing summer league coming to camp 
And yeah, I'll leave it at that. Do you think Reeves plays in summer league? Yeah, I would suspect so. Yeah. Yeah, I, I would suspect so. Um, yes, I suspect so. I, I'd like him to play in like the first two games, you know, just kind of get your feet wet. Yeah, get but I run. mean, the other part of it is, so I say a lot. Like most uh, undrafted sophomores play. Correct. Okay. <laughs> like that. that's just, Reeves happened to be on a really bad team last year and got a bigger but role than he would normally the thing get. Is the Lakers for a couple of reasons. One, because they're the Lakers, but two, because there is a real possibility for the Lakers to be good. Um, you get to play with LeBron, you get to play with AD, but also the Lakers are going to have an opportunity for real rotation minutes for people that they may not get other places, right? There are a lot of teams right now, especially after the draft, that are going to have their first eight, nine, 10 guys, 11, 12 guys really set. And undrafted guys, second round picks are going to be fighting for G League spots for the 14th or 15th spot on the on the roster. And as of now, that's not the case with the Lakers, right? So I think it 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 the Lakers probably will are in a good position to negotiate with with undrafted guys because there's going to be opportunity that there isn't in most places and you get to live in LA and you get to play with LeBron on like, you know, two out of three nights. I was trying to be, there's like, we can end this on a positive note or we can just, (laughs) Oh wait. Oh, the Knicks have selected Trevor Keels. Sabrina's dream. Oh man. <laughs> Sabrina left like five minutes too early. She would have enjoyed yeah, that. She was, she would be, she was, she had, <laughs> she was making googly eyes at Jimmy G. So <laughs> she thought of Jimmy G for one second and said, I gotta go. <laughs> yeah. And... Y'all be easy though. <laughs> <laughs> and just like that, uh, Keels gets taken. Um, I kind of wonder like, this is going to sound homerish of me, and there's still plenty uh, of drafts yes, to go. Season. Yes, please, immediately. What's that? Oh, I was responding oh, yeah. to Jason. Yeah, yeah. In the, in the, yeah. Um, but so the this is going to sound like homerish of me, Zach, I but I don't think my my hope is that uh, Brown, being 19 years old, and you know somebody who's a project anyway, like he's somebody who I think. If I was him, I would ask not to get drafted and I would pick my destination and I would go to a situation where some smarter organization can can mold me better than if I got selected by the Kings now and I'm one of like seven athletic wings who will never get run for them. That if yeah, I was I mean, a lot that, of that's luck. how I would if I yeah. was advising players like that, where you know you're a project anyway. Go to a situation where they develop those projects. Toronto, Miami. Like I would I would ask to, to be sent to a situation where they actually have invested resources like the Lakers have in in continuing to employ Phil Handy in and and employing now Darvin Ham as their head coach. Like rebuilding is part of the spiel here, is part of the gig. And and I think uh I think it gives access 
uh, gives the Lakers access to players in this draft that they might not normally have. Absolutely. And you can, again, and the Lakers are in a position where there are roster spots and minutes available. If you can play, you're going to get a chance. And the Lakers can point to very recent success stories. Um, you know, obviously, there for Lakers fans, it's a point of pain with um, with AC leaving. But the reason he was able to get the money he was able to get was because he was an undrafted guy, played for the Lakers recently, and had an opportunity to show what he can do, was unearthed by the Lakers, developed, got real minutes, started a clinching game of an NBA Finals, won a title, and Austin Reeves And was last shown year, the door. <laughs> Austin Reeves last... I'm almost out of wine, so... <laughs> Austin Reeves last year, right, was an undrafted guy, showed yeah. he could play, and got started a bunch of games, got real rotation minutes, right? So, and because as we as we started the show, because the Lakers have those three contracts at the top of their roster, and you have to turn the roster, that inherently means you have to turn the roster over and over and over every year, there are, like, what do the Lakers have, seven, eight, seven guys? under contract right now eight maybe uh like, seven until russ opts in so right it you have 15 and then the two-way guys so there's 17 rosters but right so the lakers have some filling out of the roster to do and so i agree with you if you are an undrafted free agent rookie there's a lot to like about your situation or your possibilities with the Lakers. So I agree with you that the Lakers, I don't agree. I know this to be true. They're the Lakers are at the top of the list of their pick of undrafted free agents. Yeah. Yeah. And, and Will those they, guys they pan have, out? We'll have to see, but they have been for a while. Like they, you know, one of the things that tends to be reported pretty quickly afterward are these undrafted free agent signings. You will, you will, and you it will, usually you will tends to be tonight. the Lakers at the top of the list. You will hear of it tonight. Yes. Yeah. So, um, on that note, I think I am going to call this thing, uh, at least, you know, so, so that I can rest and recuperate before I record the lowdown and wait the for Warriors more must of these. Have, the Warriors must have somebody they like because they just bought Atlanta's 44th pick. And they have 51, and I think they have 55. So there must be somebody very specifically they like. Well, they, and they, you know with Golden State that they're trying to bring cost-controlled talent on board because they have yeah, that. But, but the Warriors are one of those tactical. places that does not have, like, there are not a lot of roster spots available, and there are not, like. Well, they're they're doing it no, from an they're, organizational they're, you standpoint. You have rotation minutes. There's just yeah. nobody, right? So Right. Well, it's like they're they're the opposite. Yeah, they're the opposite side of the conversation that you and I were just having. Where like if you're one of these draft picks, all right, you can go to Golden State and they do develop their players really well. You know, now, they've had success there. Now. But I I do think like if you're if you're in, you know, I think they they bought the uh, if they bought the 44th pick and if you're going to be the 44th pick, I might rather go undrafted than get drafted by the Warriors. I mean, it depends who it is because there are not a lot of rotation. I mean, you're, you're more likely to get a contract if you're a second round pick, especially if you've been identified as somebody that the Warriors are seeking. You're more likely to get a contract. But 
I wouldn't say you're more likely to have a chance at a real rotation unless obviously the Warriors have, have identified somebody. Um, Rollins is who they, is who they identified. I don't think there are minutes in the rotation next year available for the Warriors, unless you're a center, depending on what happens with Kevon Looney in free agency. Um, and will James Wiseman ever play in an NBA game again? <laughs> but yeah. other than that, like, so yeah, uh, the interesting, your, your point is correct is what I'm saying is that there are people who would rather go undrafted because then you have your, your choice of the best situation for you. Yep. All right. So we're going to call it here. I'm going to take a deep breath, edit this out and send out these uh, episodes to go out tonight slash this morning. And then I will record a shorter form lowdown that will be scheduled out for tonight slash uh, tomorrow morning that will discuss Max Christie and probably talk about some of those undrafted free agents that, that Aaron and I just finished discussing. So a lot to get to. And oh, by the way, once we get done with tonight, we dive into free agency. We die into trade season. We die in, we dive into uh, lying season. Um, and, and <laughs> we're, we're already in lying season, by the way, brother, we've been in lying season. I mean, mm-hmm. look, the fact that I squeezed myself into this suit means I'm lying to everybody, making people think I could squeeze into the suit. Hell, you, the fact the way, that I just called are, it a suit is you're is in a your lie. drawers up under there, right? <laughs> you don't have no pants on, I would imagine. Don't don't play with the people. You don't have no pants on. Uh, so until the next time I talk to you guys, I'm Anthony Irwin. That is Aaron Larsoul. Thank you very much to Sabrina for hopping on and listening to our stupidities. Um, we will talk to you guys soon.